So law and order back front and centre for the election, of course, this time with ACT looking to put 17-year-olds back in the adult justice system. Back in 2016, the national government of the day raised the youth justice age to 18, which put the 17-year-olds in the youth system, of course. ACT backed it, but has since changed their mind. David Seymour's with us. Very good morning. Morning, Mike. Uh, you've changed your mind, but have national changed their mind because you'll need them and they'll need you? Well, that's certainly true. And if you look at their response over the weekend, uh, they're hedging, they're open to the change, and I think they should be. Look, we, we said that 17-year-olds should be put into the youth court. We thought if they were treated differently, then maybe they'd commit less crime. As it turned out, that's not the case. We've got more youth crime than ever. You only have to talk to the victims uh, to know that. And uh, I think it's time we had the courage to say that was wrong. 17-year-olds should go before the youth court. Uh, the, uh, sorry, the adult court, mm. uh, the things that we were told uh, that the worst offenders would still go to adult court, that's turned out not to be true. Turns out you can have a rap sheet of 48 convictions, still go to youth court. Uh, it turns out that you can beat someone in their own home to within an inch of their life, have bones sticking out of their shins, and you still go to the youth court despite uh, the appeals of the prosecutor. Uh, clearly this this, program, this this change has not worked and it's time to change it back. Indeed, the facts speak for themselves and all those stats that came out recently about the Ram Raiders and how many get arrested versus don't get arrested and those that get arrested that go to court, hardly any of them do and if they do go to court, it's a finger wagging, it's Orangatamariki. I mean, the, the whole picture's there, isn't it? You can't argue with it. I think, I think what's... I mean, I, yes, I agree, but what's, what's different here, this must be one of the first policy initiatives that is actually focused on personal responsibility and putting penalties and obligations back onto offenders or would-be offenders. Just that everything you hear when it comes to justice is not about the victims, but about how somehow kinder to the offenders they might be kind back. Now, I can understand the sentiment. It would be nice uh, to eat our cake and have it too. But unfortunately, uh, letting people out of prison, going softer on crime has had a predictable result. Uh, there is now more crime. People feel less safe. And it's affecting the whole country. I, I was talking to a school principal uh, a couple of weeks back, been on a recruitment trip to the UK to try and get some maths and science teachers, yeah. which I think we need. Uh, and um, one of the things that made it hard to recruit people, they, they looked at the Herald and they said, sheesh, we might as well move to Johannesburg. Yeah, no, it's reputation. It's a major, and it's with Indian students, international students as well. I saw you on the news last night. You got good good applause at the meeting. Is law and order a major as you go up and down the country? Yep. Uh, it shows in the in the data, if you look at what people are telling, the pollsters is important, then, then that's, that's it's now the number two issue. Uh, and it's not just that. Uh, it's going around the country, going into dairies and convenience stores where they're sick of being robbed, jewellery stores. Uh, it's going up and down New Zealand doing public meetings. People are saying it's no longer crime, it's lawlessness. We've always had crime, uh, but what we're facing is a, a, a shifting boundary where no one quite knows what the score is. And every time you give people KFC in return for bad behaviour, uh, you get more bad behaviour. We need a return to the values that people who do the right thing uh, should have some rights and people who break the law should face some consequences. Now, I can explain that to a four-year-old, but Chris Hipkins, good luck. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.